Welcome to the Man Cave, the only podcast hosted by two technologically brilliant best friends who have nothing in common except their first names. I'm Mandy Kaplan. And I'm Mandy Fabian. Oh, man. Every week... I'm not going to lie, folks. We give each other a hard time. Sometimes it's about movies and books, and sometimes it's just about technology. And who's right and who's wrong? Uh, grab a couch. Let's get to it. Cut this shit. We alluded to the Super Bowl in the opening, but yeah. I, I want to talk commercials rather than the game. Okay. I found them overall to be it's disappointing. There, I said it. <laughs> yeah, the, the game was good. The commercials were disappointing. Well, um, you know what the Super Bowl made me realize? I have a I have a big birthday coming up mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. And um I'm gonna be a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do you know how I know I'm gonna be a hundred years old? Because I'm twenty-two again. No, because I was at a Super Bowl party where there was like there was like marijuana smoke smell oh. and and also children running around oh. and it was very chaotic and not at all what I anticipated uh you know I just didn't anticipate that and I realized oh I'm a hundred I want to be sitting snuggled up on my couch with a blanket like partially watching the game and reading my book the candy house which I loved and apparently others didn't I, I like I, that's how I want to if at all watch the Super Bowl quite frankly I'd rather clean out my garage so this is how I know Yeah. Uh, But I missed a lot of the commercials because it was kind of chaotic. And all I noticed is there were a lot of celebrities. Every every commercial featured celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. But my favorite thing, my favorite thing is this is maybe the first time I've seen Jesus take airtime on the Super Bowl. Yeah. He was heavily featured. That's which I'm a little mad. He didn't even call me to audition Hmm. for the voiceover or to play Jesus. I mean, you know. I have long brown hair and white skin. It should have, you know. And do you think Tim Tebow is somewhere going, finally? Like, this is what I was waiting for. <laughs> yeah. Now that he's yeah. out of the NFL. I, yeah. It was, a it, that that was, that was the most interesting commercial. We all kind of felt blindsided yes. by it. Uh, at our house too. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> because it didn't quite finish the job. Like, look, I am all behind any religion who wants to make the statement that's like, hey, guys, why don't you remember that we're all we're all humans mm-hmm. and it really should be about love? Thousand percent, I would be behind that. But this was a little weird. It just showed a lot of violent, like, or people fighting. And then it was like, Jesus knows us. And yeah. I was like, wait, there's a disconnect here. Like, are you guys going to remember that there's a lot of people who go to church on Sunday and yet also storm the Capitol? Are we yeah. are we ever going to make that like connection? Allegedly storm the Capitol. There's oh, no okay. proof. <laughs> You're right. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So anyway, that that was that was the part that I was like, wow, I've never seen a Jesus commercial. But I I'm excited. I hope that they do a radio campaign, you know, and hire us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? We're like totally Jesus like <clears throat> our voices, I think. We we are. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. And we could sing from that musical that I did. Um, Jews and Jesus, oil and water, milk and meat. What's the problem? Forbidden fruit is awfully sweet. That's a song from a musical I did, Jews and Jesus. Um, it's where I met our mutual friend, Kevin Merritt. And, oh, yeah. Um, and it, I played a shiksa, and he played uh-huh. a Jewish guy, and yeah. we fell in love. Oh, bless your heart. Nobody wanted us. It was like Romeo and Juliet. I mean, it was that important yes. in terms of being theater. Oh, we all know it. Yeah. I, you yeah. don't have to explain Jews and Jesus. Everyone knows it. Yeah. Can we, could we maybe do that duet in Miscast next? I'll, I'll get you the sheet music. You'll love it. Please. Yeah. <laughs> My finger is on the goddamn pulse because I God, saw I'm Megan. Glad you said that. I saw Megan in oh, the movie Jesus. theaters. How is it? I freaking loved it. I loved it. Uh, for my Great. work at Blockbuster, I had to go yep. <laughs> see it. And it it's clever and sharp and not. it's not really that scary, but it's twisted. And I just want more movies like it. So wow. I didn't assign it to you because I didn't want you to be too scared. But it's really well, fun. Just the judgment dripping in your voice when you, you said that. You don't like scary movies. 
I don't. They really scare me. And then I get really upset. (laughs) Especially like you live in a house with dolls. So you would go home and be like, you know, so I don't want that for you. That's true. Yeah, I didn't like Chucky. Uh, but I, I'm thinking of changing my tune because I, did I tell you my amazing uh, horror idea? No. Okay, you ready? Yes. So an out-of-work actor gets a job doing a musical in out-of-like-stock theater, you know, like summer stock. Uh-huh. And he hates musicals more than anything. But also he gets launched into this uh, murder mystery where everyone in the cast is being killed off one by one and he can't figure out who's doing it. And guess what it's called? Oh, I want to come up with a clever title and I don't have it. <laughs> Kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Starring I'll write the musical part. You Patrick do the scary Fabian. horror part. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, oh. yeah, I, horror is where it's at. That's what I'm working on these days. I love it. So the big news in our family is that we had a bar mitzvah on Saturday. Not for us, not for Casey, but his first, his best friend got bar mitzvah. So it took over the weekend. Oh. It was a big deal. And I wanted to share this story with everybody that we, we brought home seven 12 to 13 year old boys in between the reception and going over to the bar mitzvah boys house. We gave them like a stopgap for an hour and a half at our house. The boys are running around. Everyone's having a great time. The cats are getting very overwhelmed with seven boys giving them affection and wanting to hug and squeeze the cats. So, and I was still in my formal wear from the bar mitzvah. So I go upstairs, I go in my room and Lamb Chop, I think everybody knows Lamb Chop. He's a legend. Scurries under the bed, scared. Mm -hmm. And I say to Lamb Chop, I say, oh, don't worry, Lammy. You know, the, the, like, are you frightened? It's okay. You don't have to go under the bed. And I'm I'm trying to talk him down like a good mom. And yeah. then I go to unzip my dress and I hear, uh, Casey's mom. <gasps> and one of the boys, Zach, pops up from behind my bed. And he's like, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. But Scout was under the bed and I was trying to get her out. I'm sorry. And I'm there like, thank God I had not like gotten naked. I had just started the process. And I don't know what's more embarrassing, that Zach heard me talking to my cat like he's a real person and like he was going to answer, or that I almost Mrs. Robinson Casey's little friend. There's so much about that story. I'm glad we're going to be celebrating our 100th birthday together, yeah. is all I'm going to say. It was amazing. <laughs> and Casey's like, oh my God, Mom, Zach will never come over again. <laughs> I, it would have been a better story if you'd really dropped your dress to the ground. That would have been fantastic. Yeah. And you would have been screaming, and then you guys would have locked eyes for a minute. Just And it would have been weird. Just and the then, two of us. Yeah. And it was a moment. You'd be like, when is Zach coming to sleep over, Casey? Oh, I mean, my like, God. this is there's a different way this could have gone. Mandy K. Letourneau. <laughs> Boom. Do you even get the reference? No. Okay. You're so no. much classier than I am. She's that teacher that, like... Fell in love with a 13-year-old and went to jail and then got out of jail and married that kid when he was 19 or so. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine staying interested in one person for that long? <laughs> I, that's <laughs> what's shocking about that story. Good call. <laughs> yeah. Actually, because I'm celebrating my, my wedding anniversary this week and I keep oh, yeah. saying to Patrick, I keep saying to Patrick, I'm like, God, can you believe it? Can you believe we're still together? Like, that's crazy, right? Like, I'm actually happy. Like, so I say this to him, like, and I'm actually happy. Like, I'm not even faking it. Like, I'm not even hiding and swallowing a daily dose of resentment and rage. And like, I'm not trying to dampen my complete disdain for you. Like, this is real, man. I really enjoy your company. And he was like, you know, when we got married, the point was to stay married, right? This shouldn't be such a surprise to you every year on our anniversary that we're still together. (laughs) I'm like, people break up, man. I mean, you know, I'm so I'm shocked. This is going well. So you're not lining up any understudies or backup. You don't have a bench (laughs) ready to go. Oh, God, no, I don't have that kind of energy. Not even, you know, I mean, you obviously, you're my backup plan. Yeah. Uh, except you like cats. So I don't know. You know, that's going to be tough for me. <laughs> oh, hey, but I will say this just real quick. Yeah. Uh, I want you to know if we did end up living together at the Super Bowl party, there was something called a Philly cheesesteak dip that oh. was uh, 
like a liquidy cheese yeah. with like chunks of meat in it. I could get on board. And oh, hell yes, you could. I I thought of you every step of the way. I mean, and I shoveled that shit right into my mouth. It was real good. <laughs> you know, anyway, that's all. All right. I have, so I have a plan if we do end up living together for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I have our meal plan all set. And we know what our bathtub will be full of every every night. Oh, bathtub. I didn't go there, but okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I selected a very classy comedy. 2013's uh, release, We're the Millers. Pete, please play the trailer. So how was work this evening, neighbor? I need a lap dance, table five. Don't get too close. The guy smells like asparagus pee and he's got a hook hand. You're not a neighbor. You're a pot dealer. I have a smidge of marijuana down in Mexico. Bring it back here by Sunday night. I will pay you $100,000. Who's way out of my league? You don't have a choice. What the hell's that? I bought an orca. I make a lot of money. You're probably going to get searched at the border. You could wear a disguise. Bane from Batman, something like that. Oh, there's no drugs in here. You got nothing to worry about. How would you like to make 10 grand? Drug dealing? It's not drug dealing. It's smuggling. Me crossing the border alone? Huge red flag. But families, Hi. they don't get a second look. So I need you to be my wife. Look, I hired this dork that lives in my building and a little gutter punk. Kenny, meet your new sister. I've always wanted a sister. Get it off of me. We just have to dress up like a squeaky clean all-American family. This is my son, Kenny Miller, and my lovely daughter, Casey. Casey? Jesus. Hola, I'm here to pick up a smidge of pot. This is not a smidge. You got me moving enough weed to kill Willie Nelson, man. This part of your plan? You folks can make camp with the Fitzgeralds tonight. When you've been married as long as we have, you're looking to spice things up a bit. I've never touched another woman before. I would be okay with that. So I guess we're swinging. Hmm? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Here we go. I'll touch you if you touch me. Linda lady, don't you say maybe. Then I can leave right now. I really like your family. Is that a you know rocket? What that is? is that or, a cucumber? Um, They're interesting. It's a big black penis. It's a skateboard. Skateboard, great. Of course it is. The big black skateboard. Turns out that we stole from an international drug dealer. You all die now. as a family. We're not even a real family. My wife, she's just a cheap stripper. Okay, prove it. Let's get naked, shaking money maker. Baby, I'm going to show you how to. Have some respect. That's your mother. We have been shot at. Go, go, go. Kenny's been bitten by a tarantula. I can't feel my bingo. Will you relax? How about a little music? I seen a rainbow yesterday, but too many storms have come and gone, leaving a trace of not what God given me. Is it because my life in ten shades of gray? I pray I'll ten fade away, seldom praising for the sunny day. And we got to get through our thoughts because we have Jennifer Aniston ready to go for an interview. <laughs> That's it our new thing. I know. I know. One of us should do uh, her accent. You know what I mean? Just to make like, we'll we'll have a fake interview. One of us will do her accent. You know, that Jennifer Aniston accent. I don't. <laughs> I think you're Let's nuts. just do British. <laughs> well, speaking of British. OK, so we're the Millers. You all just heard the, the trailer. It's it's a dumb comedy. I'm not going to defend it, uh, you know, as a story we've never heard before. But it just makes me laugh. It takes what is normally funny and amps it up. And goes for it and crams it down your throat in a way I thoroughly enjoy. Um, but the Hey-o. the highlight is, oh, I I promised I was gonna remember his name. He plays Kenny the teenage boy. I'm gonna get oh his name. Oh my god, he is a dream that isn't kid. he amazing? But he's British. Is he? Oh my he's goodness. Wicked British. And it's amazing to me. Oh, um, he's so funny. Yeah, he he's great. Uh it, it's a very interesting. I, I as I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, oh Will yeah, Poulter. I can see." Sorry, okay. Will Poulter. Hey, Will! Mm-hmm. Shout out to Will. Thanks for listening, man. We love your work. Um, I, you know, I, I as I was watching it, I thought, "Oh, she's she would love this." I liked it, but mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god, Mandy would be dying over this." I kind of wanted to watch it with you. I think we should watch. I mean, we're gonna go see a movie this week together. But like, oh. I like to watch it with you because I'm really curious as to, I'm always surprised as to like what makes you laugh and what doesn't. Well, you know, calling 
Calling someone Boner Garage makes me laugh. <laughs> okay, that was the funniest thing in the whole damn movie. That scene, oh, I don't have the time code, damn it. But so, the scene when he, yeah. Uh, uh, go, no, you go. There's, Marino, a, there's go. a, Jennifer Aniston works at a strip club. She's a stripper named Rose. And uh, she, there's another stripper and her name is Boner Garage. And Ken Marino plays the sleazy club owner. He, God damn, I love that guy. Love he's him. like Will Ferrell to me. Like He just makes me laugh everything At, he does. Yes, no matter what he's he has, doing. Yeah, he has no judgment on the characters. He doesn't mind. He, it's like he just does enough to be really funny and heightened, but not over the top like he's... He doesn't care whether you think it's funny. I don't know. Right. There's something about him. I agree. And he... He plays this sleazy club owner who comes in and says, oh, uh, we have a new policy at the club now. Uh, (laughs) We want you to have sex with the customers for money. And she's like, what? That's illegal. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, I got to compete with the guys across the street. They're killing me. She's like, the Apple store? Mm -hmm. Such a funny damn scene. And then that little perky stripper boner garage goes, we get to fuck customers for money? Cool. Did you hear her? And he's like, see, Boner Garage doesn't have a problem with it. Like, I just calling her Boner Garage is just my humor. Yeah, I agree. And not just making the joke once. They beat it into the ground and keep beating it. And that's my sweet spot. (laughs) You everything you said is so sexual. Like, you're really (laughs) (laughs) like our only fandies are eating this up. Yeah. Oh, eating. eating Yeah. Okay. Um. That was my favorite scene in the movie. It's interesting. You know this movie. Why Why did you pick this movie? Did you have to watch it for your job at Blockbuster? You no. did. No. Are you I, serious? I you love this movie. You just picked this as a guilty pleasure? Yes, because when when you hadn't seen Vacation, I was debating yeah. between the, these two. And I remember you saying you had never seen either one. And we did Vacation a long time ago. And you loved we it. did. And it, I it was loved like a, it. We laughed through that whole podcast because we just kept giggling about the funny things. And, yeah. and I wanted that. I wanted to recapture that magic, Aww. that lightning. You're in a tired. Bottle. You're tired of me talking about women's issues. Is that yes. it? Like, you yes. know, and the goddess sexuality. You're like, fuck that. That was last week. We got a little <laughs> too highfalutin, and I wanted to bring us right back down to champions. It's it's interesting because I was watching this and I was like, oh god, this is a larger conversation. But I was I was like, oh, because it it did not get good reviews when it came out. Oh, it didn't, and it's. No, no, it got slammed. Oh. I made a crap ton of money. Yes, yeah, it's uh, like a comedy cult classic. Yeah, but it didn't get good reviews because it's a little bit like Jennifer Aniston and Jason Sudeikis are so like lovable boy and girl next door that to see them in this role, it was, I think it was jarring for people, you know? Yeah. And also it's not woke. I mean, it's like, uh, she's a stripper and then she's gonna, by the way, oh, quick question. Yeah. Did you notice, can Jennifer Aniston dance? Or she had stand-ins, no. right? Like, yes. it's the craziest thing. I watched her try to dance a little bit. I was like, what's happening? And then they would cut away and cut away. That's, Tell me about this. That's my, no, but that's my first note was we never actually see her dance. A stripper who we never see dance. She walks. <laughs> she bends down. She leans <laughs> against things. But they never... They never. Re- I don't know that they hired body doubles because we never saw her dance. I would think that uh, they would have hired body doubles and watched her on a pole. I, we didn't see her on a pole, but like when she's doing the dance in the factory or wherever they mm-hmm. are, the the barn. Um, mm-hmm. uh, she she dances a little bit there, but even that I think was a substitute. I, I think they had a body double do it. I, I mean, not a body double for all of it. Like, you can see that it's her body, but whenever she has to actually move and not just pose, I, I'd i be really curious. Let's see if we can get the director on the phone. Because I, I really, I think that they hired someone to even do the small, minimal dancing that we see her do. <laughs> it was... That was my takeaway. Yeah, and you're saying dancing, but like, there, it's it's just walking and bending. It's not dancing. And we, I know yeah. we referenced Hustlers last week. I'm not sure why I'm so obsessed, but they really danced. I mean, we, Lopez. Yeah. I mean, it's J-Lo, but like, yeah, yeah. You know, I can't figure out why they didn't give us just 20 <laughs> seconds of actual strip teasing. She just didn't. I don't think she can ever come across like dance. a stripper. Or maybe it's in her contract. Like maybe there was a part of her that's like, listen, you know, this is a comedy. So 
you know, I, I don't, you don't need all that. I, this isn't sexy Jennifer Aniston time. But she seemed real into it. I mean, she was game for all of it. I like when she was, uh, you know, when she prayed on the plane. That yep. was fun. Yeah. You know, I, um, with, yeah. She, so I think for a long time she was typecast as Rachel or, theme, you know, um, cute romantic leads. She did a lot of them. God bless her. But then I, I don't know which came first, this or Horrible Bosses. I think this was first and then Horrible Bosses. Have you seen Horrible Bosses? Yes. And she is so raunchy and yeah, over the top sexualized and disgusting and foul mouthed. And I loved her in that role. <laughs> I just thought it was so much fun to see America's Sweetheart go that far. And this was mm-hmm. somewhere in between. So she's got it in her. But Oh, yeah. I don't know that we would buy Aniston as a stripper, even if she could dance. She just does not have stripper energy. No, no. But it was a safe way to have this whole, like, I mean, the, these are four of the worst people without the, the the teen, not the gorgeous British, the sweet little, not gorgeous, but you know what I mean, the sweet British Will teen Poulter, boy. Will Poulter, Kenny. Yeah, who's so, yeah. <laughs> he has such a good heart. He's such a good person. And the rest of them are just garbage. Awful. Um, yeah. So um, it was a great, it's a classic, great setup, though. Like, it's a great, you have your plot, right. you you know, you know what you're going to get, the the goobers in the RV, uh, you know, the people that they meet, her RV people. It, it was, it was fun. I mean, definitely. But it was one of those movies, not unlike Superbad, which you were also like, oh, my God, go see Superbad. It's the funniest movie ever. And I went with Patrick in the theater and he is next to me laughing like a schoolgirl. And I'm in the theater looking around like, I don't get it. Is that that funny? I don't understand why this is funny. I, it felt a little bit like that because I, I was like, OK, I, I see it. But it's like, is it that funny? Well, one of the games I was considering, like, I was Googling, like, funniest movies of all time, just to see what's on there. And it was interesting because I was like, oh, Mandy won't like that. Mandy won't think that's funny. Mandy doesn't get that. (laughs) You know, we are very different. And so what is the fun? What is your funniest movie? If you were like, just cracks me up. I think I, oh, God. Well, actually, Vacation was way up there. And yeah. I don't, I think there's something about that one that was just really smart too. Like, mm-hmm. I think sometimes when there's a, um, you're just joking at me, it's like you, you set up a premise that's funny and then you're just like, joke, joke, joke. Like if I don't believe it, mm-hmm. if I don't total, if, if it's not grounded in something like, I don't know, Jason Sudeikis, I just find it hard to believe that he's that guy, a down on your luck drug dealer. You know, maybe if Charlie Day was playing that part, it might have been more like, because <laughs> yeah. I would believe that this guy's that desperate. Yeah, but he's whether that's his real personality. You know what I mean? Where he's like, I have a dark side, man. Yeah, it's a bit like, you know, it's a bit like Patrick playing a blue collar guy. Like, yeah, he he does have a middle class bone in his body, but it, you're not going to believe it coming out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the following statement has been made is the opinion only of Mandy Fabian. Mandy Kaplan thinks you would believe anything Patrick commits to as an actor. No, I'm telling you, he has, look, he has done a wonderful job doing his version of Blue Collar, but he never gets those roles is what I'm saying because yeah. there's other guys that you look at, you're like, yeah, you're a plumber. Yeah. So no, it's I not know. his fault as an actor. It's just like, I think there's a disconnect. It's like whenever Jennifer Aniston played the lady who couldn't get a date. And who, or whose husband didn't want to sleep with her. And I was like, correction. There is no man on the planet who doesn't want to sleep with Jennifer Aniston. What movie was <laughs> I that? I want to sleep with Jennifer Aniston. I know. Ah, it was the one by Ed Burns. Ed Burns and his brothers. Oh. Not the brothers McMullen, but there was another one. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there's been a couple where Jennifer Aniston can't get a date. No criticism on her acting whatsoever, but I'm right. just like, no, I, I'll come. I don't her up watch at fantasy nine. movies, so sci-fi, fantasy—that's <laughs> not my thing. I'm assuming they're all sci-fi, fantasy. If she can't get a date, <laughs> exactly. Um, <sighs> well, I, I, I do love dumb comedies. I just do. The list that I was reading is like Dumb and Dumber, and I'm like, yeah, I love Dumb and Dumber. Dumber. Oh, okay, one of my all. But I don't favorites. like the Farrelly Brothers as much. Okay. Dumb and Dumber, I loved. Yeah. Oh, it is. They, they are the actually Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I didn't like. There's something about Mary that much. Like I right. love. You know, that's weird. But so there's something about Mary is is famous for showing us his balls caught in a zipper, yes. and we're the Millers doubles down on that in such a delightful <laughs> way. Kenny, this teenage boy, this hapless sweet teenage boy, 
gets bit by a tarantula on his balls. On my balls, David, on my balls. And then they show us this swollen, gigantic testicle multiple times. They keep showing it to us. And it is hilarious to me. Was that a turnoff for you? I think it's so funny. No, it's not a turnoff. It's not a turnoff at all. It's just, to me, my brain goes, okay. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, so he has a swollen ball. Okay. And I see that it's a swollen ball and you're like, yeah, because he got bit by a spider. But I'm kind of like, I don't know why there's a disconnect. It doesn't make me laugh just seeing a penis or balls. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not. Oh, it makes like, me laugh every time I see a penis or balls. <laughs> every time. Oh, my God. Jeremy <laughs> is the funniest guy on the planet for many reasons. But yeah. now he must feel like a king in the yeah. bedroom oh, every yeah. time. Do you point to? Do you point and laugh? or there's just a laugh? Lot. It's, it's like a titter that I'm doing <laughs> at, at most times. Yeah. He calls yeah, it I mean, foreplay. But yeah. It's not not funny. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I feel like maybe it's just sort of easy. It's low-hanging fruit. Uh, really? Ayo. Ayo, that ball hangs low. <laughs> and by the swollen. way, I'm the worst with low-hanging fruit. Like the dumb puns and the like. It's I, And also, I think sometimes I'm just like, if everybody else thinks it's funny, I'm not going to. Like, I want to go the other direction. It's ridiculous. I wish I wasn't like that, but I'm a little wired that so way. So do I. Um, I want to be caught by surprise, you know? Well, I think this movie starts to, we get it. We get the point of these four funny characters. Emma Roberts is adorable in this, and she says a lot of shocking things. And it's all fun and and games. But then they really double down when they meet Katherine Hahn and Nick Offerman, who play a Midwestern RVing couple. And Katherine Hahn is so funny in this movie. She, yes. I don't know how much was scripted, but she does a lot of talking about her vagina and how it used to be so tight. And now it's like shooting a hot dog down a hallway and a tampon just slides right out of her. She pronounces tampon tampon, which I love. Tampon. <laughs> so they, <laughs> but I do have a clip that I love when they are all playing Pictionary, which is the scene we have seen a million times. Yeah. But Pete, if you could play at 54.20, Jennifer Aniston guessing at Pictionary. Okay, let's go, Kenny. All right, Kenny, here we go. Draw your brains out. All right. All right, that's a line. That is a slash. No, that's Guns and looking Roses. like a spring. It's a slash. What is that? That's a... Uh, that's, Kenny, come on, draw something, a, buddy. Come on. Uh, string. Come on, son. Uh, rocket. Oh, wait, it's you know what that is? Is that a cucumber? Um, this is really it's stupid. Is it a, a bad drawing, Kenny? My guess like is bad drawing. It's a... Oh, it's a penis. I don't know. A penis. It's a big dick. Those are balls. It's a big, a big black dick. It's a drawing black. It's a big black dick. It's a, it's a, a big, big black cock. <gasps> black cock down. It's a skateboard. It's, it's a skateboard. Skateboard, great. Of course it is. It's a big black skateboard. It's a big black skateboard. I, I see it. Of course, it's very clear. But you see how it was up. There's, you see, it looks like it's, a, it's wheels, so I didn't see it down the ground. And then it's... Now that we've yes. all heard it, like, I like that it it takes a joke we've seen, Pictionary, and it makes it funny. And to come up with Blackhawk Down, that's hilarious to me. It is not just hilarious to you. It's hilarious. Like, okay. Right. So that's, that's the thing. Like, uh, maybe a spider biting his balls and it's swelling up feels exaggerated and not grounded. I don't know. There's something about it. I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah. But Black Hawk Down and the way that she delivered that, that is hilariously funny. Nick Offerman and Catherine, that's a dumb scenario when they go into the tent and try to steal the keys or whatever. Because obviously they're not going to do that because obviously if you unzip someone's tent, they're going to wake up, right? Mm-hmm. So that whole thing is dumb. But hilarious. When they when they wake up and they're like, "Ooh, we've never done this, but we're game." I, I love that setup, and I want it. And because those four actors handled it beautifully, Nick Offerman putting his finger in Jason Sudeikis's ear. Ear that's the kind people, of thing. get your mind out of the gutter. He puts it in his ear. <laughs> but that is the kind of thing that I go, "Oh, that's hilarious!" It's not homophobic. It's not like he commits so hard to. Putting his finger in his ear. It's, you know, it, now if he had been rubbing his nipples, I would have been like, meh, because mm-hmm. boring. But right. putting it in his ear was hysterical to me. Yeah. I was laughing hysterically. And even Catherine Hahn putting her hands on Jennifer Aniston's breasts and being like, ha, ah, ah, 
Like, I loved it. It was well, so funny. What I I just think that, like, that's the joke, right? Catherine Hahn is like, oh, I don't know if I can. Okay, here it goes. Do it fast. Ah, and she puts her hands on her breasts. You think that's the joke. And then they show you the men. And Nick Offerman is, like, <laughs> gently rubbing Sudeikis's shoulder for a minute. Like, because it seems more like a, isn't that nice? Our two ladies are getting close. And then it turns weird with the finger in the ear. It's just, they just keep... <laughs> Upping the ante. I love it. Yeah, they really did. And yeah. Yeah. The, the, one of the guys who steals the movie for me, and I'm putting out a public message, Mark L. Young plays Scotty P. He's only in two scenes. He's like a local townie. You know what I'm saying? And oh, he is so goddamn oh, funny. That guy. With long, gross hair. And his tattoo is no regrets, spelled R-A-G-R-E-T. <laughs> that was hilarious. He is so funny. And yeah. then the end of the movie, you watched the credits, right? Because they do fun outtakes. He gets, yes. I don't know if those are his uh, line-o-ramas or if yeah. they're feeding them to him. He's so funny. Yeah. And again, a character we've seen a million times, something that could have been so cliche, but he he was so, he filled it up so much, mm -hmm. like with his little giggle after his line. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he had this little giggle that he did, pitch perfect, <laughs> repeated it exactly the same way every time. I was dying. And Sudeikis feeling the need to answer every time. Yeah. No, I speak English. I know what you're saying. Still, no, I got it. I know what you're saying. Like pointing it out and answering every time. Oh, I did like that. I really like the fun of, you know, them turning into parents, going mm -hmm. from these like the stripper and the drug dealer into young man, you better get your, you know, right. Become, like being protective of their teenage daughter who's They're homeless, fake, not really their right. teenage daughter. But yeah, it allows was... for the funniest scene in the movie, the set piece scene where the, the his fake sister, Casey, oh. is going to teach Ken how to kiss. And their okay. fake brother and sister and they're doing it, and you think that's as far as a movie could go. And then Aniston gets in on the other side, and they're bouncing this sweet Will Poulter back and forth between them, showing him how to kiss with tongue. And you think that's as far as they could go, and Sudeikis is watching eating kettle chips. And there's something so priceless about the kettle chips, and he's going, oh, yeah, oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah, get a little tongue in there. Good, good. And like, it is bizarre and upsetting and beyond hilarious to me. Yes, that that was very, very funny. Yes, agreed. That scene was really, really hilarious. And then, of course, the girl that he likes walks in. Yeah. And sees it. And, oh, uh, yeah. 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 That was really, really, really raised the ante. And again, one of those things you're like, that would never happen. But it, uh, in a way, you go, but they're not related. And she is a right. stripper. Right. You know, they're, and she's real sweet about it. I was she like, wants, how is she going like to do this? She's like, help him. Yeah. They <laughs> they both like want to help Kenny because he's such a sweetheart. <laughs> oh, his, yeah. His little face is priceless. He was okay. in Dope Sick. Did you, you watched Dope Sick, right? Oh, that's where I know him from. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He grew up very handsome and, you know. Uh, but I, I, I just, th this was the first time I ever saw him and I just flipped for him. Yeah. Jared and I got in a debate about Skylar Gisando from Vacation as the teenage brother and this kid. Oh. And they are oh. both brilliant performances. Yeah. I gotta go Skylar Gisando. Yeah, me too. But, but they but are that just... Might, that might also be because he had a little bit more to do. I feel like Skylar's character was a little bit more... The, the Kenny's character is a little bit one note. A little yeah, bit. He, yeah. he doesn't grow a lot during the movie. He doesn't have to do... He's sort of the... the he's the comic... He's a comic foil, but he does kind of one thing. Mm -hmm. Brilliantly. But, mm -hmm. it, but whereas the other guy has a little bit more going on in terms of his... Yeah. 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 Agreed. Uh, I saw uh, I saw some of Vacation on TV, like a cut version. And that scene that we love about rim jobs, they changed to gym jobs. Oh, no. I don't need like it's not even a thing. So I would just silence that word. Right. Like, like but oh, God. Yeah. Well, you could. Yes, you could go boop job. 
Yeah. And let the audience fill it in on their own, you know? It oh, could what be job is a man's job. <laughs> My God, it could be a man's job. What a transition. How many man jobs do you give We're the Millers? We're the Manders. Uh, um, you know, I mean, I'd give it four because it's a good, it's a good comedy. It yeah. really is. Like, it's, even though... You know, you don't, there's a lot of it you don't buy. It's not as great as some of the other ones, but really we giggled all the way through. <gasps> oh, yeah. Okay. It's not as funny though. Sorry. I'm sorry, but it's not as funny as, as I have to just say this to people. I'm sorry. It's not as funny as, um, oh, this is terrible. Now I can't remember his, his name. <laughs> oh, shoot. Anyway, you know what? You give your man jobs and I'm going to look up who I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I give it. Four and a half man jobs. I could watch it over and over and still laugh out loud. But I compare it to Vacation, which to me is five plus. You know, yeah. it's not as funny, but it just yeah. I and I read through this list of the funniest movies of all time. And I was like, oh, I mean, that movie made me chuckle. Dumb and Dumber is way up there for me. But like th- uh, not a lot of these movies are to me laugh out loud, consistently funny like We're the Millers. So. Super bad is funny to me. I think you are. Yes, I know. Deadly wrong. Some things are very funny, but like, I guess I get annoyed when everyone's like, ah, he's writing dick pics and there's a joke where a woman gets her period all over somebody. Ah, mm-hmm. I don't think that's funny. It's not. It's cheap. Whereas uh, mm-hmm. putting your finger in someone's ear is right in the zone. For me. For me. I'm that's being why, judgy, but that's, that's why we agree to disagree. That's right. We're offering our opinions. Um, even though I'm right. So the thing I was going to say, which is laugh out loud funny, could not stop laughing all the way through is Tom Papa's new Netflix special. It's not oh. that new. It was last, last fall. Yeah, but he's funny. I loved You're Doing Great. That was that was something that for the first 10 minutes could not stop laughing. He does a whole bit about people eating bread that's, die, I'm dying. I died laughing. And then his next one is called What a Day. And Patrick and I were like, you want to try Tom Papa's new special? And I didn't fall asleep, which I normally do because there's something about somebody talking that just puts me right out. Uh, with the <laughs> that does not bode well for us. <laughs> present company excluded. <laughs> Thank you. No, but like a, a late night comedy special, even if I'm laughing, I have a tendency to fall asleep. But I did not because I was so, I was laughing so hard. Oh, Tom good. Papa, what a day. Cannot recommend highly enough. Oh, I can't um, wait to watch it and hate it. Yeah, you're probably going to hate it. Just yeah. like you hated Nick Kroll, which no person on the planet hates I didn't hates Nick hate Kroll. it. That's a misquote. I just <laughs> okay. did not right. find it as You funny didn't find or... it funny. <laughs> <laughs> the comedy special. Yeah. Um, but that's not what I'm going to assign you. I'm going to assign you... Oh, wait. No, we're doing that after, right? The game yeah, we got, the we got some business. Now that we've given our man jobs, Sorry. we're only on our fourth season. You'll get it. Um, uh, I'm new. <laughs> I'm new here. <laughs> but Man Cave is a production of True Story FM, engineering by Pete Wright, music by Ian Post. And we are getting reviews on Apple Podcasts, which thrills me. And oh, we, we have a it. new review from Chaz with two Z's, NYC. Uh, life through the lens of the Mandy's is the only life I want. Oh, so thank you, Chaz. Uh, and oh, more singing, please. Oh, yeah. So that, yeah. That's so really that's, weird because I was actually thinking that we need to do more. Well, Jews and Jesus, obviously. We'll work up the opening number of that for next week. Coming soon. Yeah. So thank you yeah. for the reviews. Keep them coming. They help us grow. Yes. And we also really love to talk to you guys. So uh, jump on to mancave.com slash discord. There's a channel for everyone and then a, a Fandies only channel. Uh, you can become a Fandy by we're we are supported by membership. So uh, mancave.com slash Fandy, F-A-N-D-Y. It's five bucks a month. Just imagine if, if we make you laugh, would you like to buy us a cup of coffee? Because Actually, being a member costs less than a nice oat milk latte. Think of it that way. So buy us a coffee or get a membership and uh, and uh, join us. Join our fun little chatty, talky community. And then after you've done all that, get some merch at mancave.com slash merch. Great. I love that merch. Yeah. I, it's fun and it shows your support and your pride and your man cave pride. 
Both my kids are wearing the Man Cave t-shirt. They love them. And it makes me so happy. Not the one with the pictures. Not, but just okay. The, I was like, yeah, we, the, we're doing Girls Gone Wild in one of them. So that's... <laughs> well, they're... They're girls and they're entitled to go wild. wild. It's a yeah. new day. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm, oh, I'm not going to so hold great. them down. Uh, Patrick is going to teach him to kiss later this weekend. After we saw <laughs> oh, the movie, it gave, us a, look, <laughs> okay. it gave us a great idea. We okay. want to support our children and their Did Patrick adventures. watch it with you? He did. Did he laugh? He did. Oh, giggled like a schoolgirl. It was super bad all over again. But by the way, I laughed also. But it's it's much more helpful for me to be with someone who's like, Ha-ha. Because yeah. then I go, oh, yeah, that is funny. I can see it. It's enjoyable to watch somebody really enjoy it. You need I a comedy Sherpa. <laughs> no, I, I do laugh, but I, I don't know why I get so critical. I shouldn't. I, I love comedy. I think I just love comedy with heart. And when it gets to like, just like balls and dick, I'm like, so that's, that's just me. Uh, rim job, though. Hilarious. Right. So, you know, I'm unpredictable. Okay. So uh, I have a game, of course. Yeah. Now, the the thing I wrote down as I was watching this movie is, would you have gone on this mission, Mandy Fabian, if you were in these situations? Because the, each character is motivated by Sudeikis is all his stuff gets stolen and he needs to get out of debt to his drug boss, played by Ed yep. Helms. So funny. Aniston doesn't want to fuck her customers for money. Emma Roberts, Casey, is... uh basically homeless and a punk on the street and needs the money. And Kenny's like lonely and does it for free and doesn't understand. He just wants to be friends with his drug dealing neighbor, David. His so, mom went on a drink, went out for a drink last week. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, but it made me think, you know, how far would we go if we were in those straits? Would you go on this mission? Uh, there's nothing... I would love more than to be a stripper, first of all, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then to get asked by my handsome neighbor who I have a little bit of a with to go in an RV, to go on a road trip and then have a little bit of danger that I am kind of used to because I'm a stripper. Like uh, every step of the way, this is my dream vacation. Like I would, I would, I would love this. I all of it. I I don't have the body for it, uh, but I would a thousand percent do this. This is a dream for me. Well, I yes. and I would too because I like planning crimes, and I would have this weird hubris that they're never going to think I'm a drug smuggler. <laughs> you know, I'm too yeah. all American, adorable, whatever. They're never going to yeah. suspect me. Suspect me. So when, but I I was I wrote the phrase "Would you," which then led me to "Would you rather." Have we okay. ever played Would You Rather on the podcast? Yes, absolutely. We have? Yeah. Oh. Well. But that's, it was like season one. It was like oh. so t- three seasons ago. Okay. Okay. So uh, I have pulled a few Would You Rather questions. Great. Some of them are thought-provoking and deep. Some of them, we're just going to shout out our answers because we know we'll disagree. Are you ready? Sh- yeah. I'm uh, uh, born ready. Okay. I'm still so, imagining being a stripper. Like, I, I feel like I yeah. just, like, I would prefer that life, actually, maybe to the life I have now that I think about it. But I'd probably you, just glamorize Okay, I'm it. just going to come off the cuff. This is just, uh, just yeah. here. Would you rather do a striptease for your dad or have your dad do a striptease for you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I absolutely would like that motherfucker to do a striptease for me. Oh. I want to see it. Yeah. No, I, that would be so wonderful because there, I would love to sit in a chair and be like, show me what's going on in that big, beautiful brain of yours. <laughs> Your math loving, I don't, I don't know how to talk to people, but I have a big heart somewhere. Like, I want to see what, what he thinks is sexy. Dying to know. Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. No, well, that was just, uh, no, yeah. This is not boner garage time. This is legit yeah, yeah, yeah. stripper time. Uh, okay. So the rest of these I looked up. Would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? Oh, 150 years for sure. I immediately thought 10 minutes. <laughs> I could see the Powerball numbers. I could see who wins the Super Bowl. I could make a fortune. Oh, interesting. Oh, I hadn't thought. No, because look, if you look up the Powerball numbers, then what? You're going to go, oh, I see you've already bought the ticket. See, you're the one who plans the crimes. I don't know how to, I don't think that way. 
You already bought the ticket and then you're going to look it up beforehand so that you could... No, how do you do that? No, you... I know the Powerball number, so I go pick my numbers. Don't you pick numbers? In 10 minutes? Can you get yeah. to the store in 10 I minutes? I, I, I could do a lot of stuff. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I'll buy that. I, 10 right. minutes, I was like, it's probably going to be the same. I will still be talking. <laughs> okay. okay. Would you rather have a pause or a rewind button in your life? God, these are really good questions. Yeah. I wish I could take credit. A pause or a rewind button? Well, what would a pause do? God, it would just make it last longer, wouldn't it? Um, now, if I rewind, do I get to take the knowledge of the present moment? Like, do I get to take I what I know so. now and like rewind? Like a do-over, a mulligan. Yes. Is what I, I want to rewind for sure. Yeah. Because every blissful, amazing, like, I'm having the best time of my life, I would have seen the musical six, six times. Would have rewound and watched it maybe four times. Uh, yeah. And a pause, I think, is great. If somebody's like a, uh act before you think or speak before you think person, they might want to pause and think things through. Mm. But I, I am a thinker, not an actor or a doer. I don't know. Uh, would you mm -hmm. rather have everyone you know be able to read your thoughts or for <laughs> everyone you know to have access to your internet history? <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Oh, God. Uh, you know, maybe access to my internet history just to bore them to tears. Right. Just so they really get that I'm a, the dullest person imaginable. Yeah. You know, well, they'd be like, wow, there are a lot of new electric SUVs coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I would, mine would be mortifying because it would be like, wow, she really is looking up like what happened to that real housewife of New Jersey? Like I, I that that would be in my history and and shameful, but my oh, thoughts are so judgy that I don't want anyone in there. <laughs> I don't want anybody to look at my thoughts either. They'd be like, "God, I thought she was doing well." <laughs> um, and if they look at my internet history, they'd also be like, "Wait, is she moving? Because she's on Redfin a lot." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Uh, would you rather be chronically underdressed or overdressed? <laughs> We could just answer on the count of three. One, two, three. Overdressed. Overdressed. Well, because, no, I, this is the thing. You're That's an presuming. Oh, I'm a complete underdresser. Yeah. Yes. I love being comfortable. However, I thought you meant this is a fantasy world where someone ah. would come in and dress me. Like, I if, if high heels were comfortable and if I didn't have to wear bras, then... I would love to be overdressed. I would love it if someone was like, put this together with this jaunty little hat. That's a fantasy world, I, assuming we have these, these magic powers. But if in real life, no, I would be chronically underdressed. That's just what I already am, chronically underdressed. Right, that's why I thought you would say that. So why do you choose overdressed? Because um, you... I, okay, lately I'm into sweatshirts, but I would rather always be the person who's like, oh, sh she wore a skirt and heels to this thing. That's not necessary. I would rather be that than, oh, she wore her pajamas to this thing. That's embarrassing. Patrick wore a suit to my college reunion. <laughs> and oh. he was the only, he was the only person, which of course we, we both kind of dressed up because we're like, hey, it's a, you know, it's a nice, yeah. we're, they're having a party for us. Everybody was like in shorts and plaid oh, really? shirts untucked. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and he was in a suit. Oh, God bless him. But everybody yeah. was very, everybody was like, wow. And everyone was like, God, he's so blue collar. I, bu <laughs> I buy it. <laughs> exactly. All right. Just a couple more. Would you rather always have B.O. and not know it or always smell B.O. on everyone else? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, there was only one time where uh, where uh, I had, I, I was having a one night stand and the guy had B.O. and I was kind of <gasps> into it. No, I was kind of into it. Oh, he you was were French. Into... Mm. Well, he was French. You know what I mean? It was in London and it was this dangerous, mm. stupid thing. Like where I was like, he was pretending that we weren't going to have sex. He was like, he, like that wasn't his intention. And I went to the you bathroom. You mean he was crying and, then... and running away? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, I think I'd rather not know that I have BO. That's for sure. Okay. And I apologize to that guy if he's listening. I shouldn't yeah. have done what I did. Yeah. Um. Okay, two more. These are real quick. Would you rather watch nothing but Hallmark Christmas movies or nothing but horror movies? One, two, three, horror. Uh, 
I don't want to watch either of those things, but I guess Christmas movies. Of course. And yes. if you well, watch nonstop horror movies, aren't you going to become a murderer or something? Like, don't worry can about you it. really? Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. But I am your daughter. Ooh, uh, I'm glad we Zoom. And then the last one, and this could spark some interesting debate. Would you okay. rather swim in a pool full of Nutella or a pool full of maple syrup? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, there's no swimming in Nutella. I mean, it's really just floating. That's a lot less work. So for the workout, I'll take the maple syrup because I, I need it. And, and I, I love maple syrup. I adore Nutella. But how do you get Nutella out of the crack of your ass? You're not thinking this through. Not I my feel problem. Like you're, you need to have a pause button so you can think these things through. It's true. <laughs> yeah. I assume that's uh, Nutella in the crack of your ass. What? Gross. Anyway. <laughs> my game is done. But it was fun. It was very fun. Thank you. I love it. Yes. Oh, I, so now it's yeah. my job. It's yeah. my goddamn job, Mandy. Stop telling me what to do. Please join the Zoom meeting in progress. Like, ah, so bossy. Um, I am going to assign you a movie that you're going to love. This is such a gimme. Yeah. It's, uh, it's almost embarrassing to the people who come here to hear us argue. And But I think I'm going to hate it. So this is going to be great. Okay. Um, 80 for Brady is the movie that we are going to go see. I feel like uh, that movie was written for and created for me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to go see it. Yeah. I don't even like Tom Brady. Nor do I. Love Oh, but you respect him as an athlete. I do. I do too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I, but I've been dying to see it. So this will be great. Yeah, I actually am excited. I actually, when you said it, I thought it, uh, when you mentioned it to me a couple weeks ago, I thought it was like a a documentary or something. Like I thought it was a, a feel good football, like come from behind thing. I don't know what it, I thought it was. Like I thought come it was like a Rudy from behind. You have Hey-o. really outdone yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was uh, like Rudy. You know what I mean? For some reason. Anyway, so I, this is going to be fun. I, I am excited. That's what All we're right. doing. Everybody get on board, you guys. None of that fancy schmancy Oscar stuff for us. <laughs> nope. I love it. All right. All right. See you next week. Bye. I love you. Love you. Love you.